Welcome to the Classic Car Corner Podcast. We are glad you can join us today. Our guest this evening is Mr. Brian Arnett. And first, a word from our sponsor. Tonight's podcast is sponsored by Springdale Automotive, the next generation in car care. Locally owned, professionally operated, whatever you drive, we service. Domestic, Euro, hybrid, electric, classics, diesel. Springdale's classic car services include maintenance, repair, and diagnostics. Five convenient neighborhood locations available. How may we be of service? I'm Jason Painter. Co-hosting today is John Lockhart and Eric Benzel. And Brian is a general car enthusiast. And we welcome you to tonight, Brian. And uh, looking forward to your story. Uh, we, we know that you have acquired a, an acquisition just yeah. within the month. And we'd like to hear a little bit more about it. Sure. Well, thank you all, first of all, for, for uh, having me. I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So well, thanks I'm for being here. Yeah, we love, appreciate your support. Love listening. And... Uh, Jason and I have been talking cars together for the last six or seven years. Met at met at Holy Trinity Church, yep, and, right. and uh, we got started about cars right away. So that that part's been great. Um, so I guess I'll start out with kind of what I ended up with, or what I've got now, yeah, or what's, what's in your driveway then, right and, now. And, and, what then we, and then we want the backstory. So so okay. yeah. So I have um, in the last month, or actually four weeks ago today, I bought a 1999, 1991 Mercedes 300D turbo diesel. Um, so it's a 91, which when people think of a 300D, they think of the older body style from the 70s and 80s. Um, uh, this is a what is the W124 class, which most people think of that car as like a 300E. That mm -hmm. was kind of the very first that body style but this is a it's a 300d it is a turbo diesel um i had been looking for a while and, and jason and i've been talking about this for a while i'd been looking for one had we had had them um in the past and uh always loved the cars they're you know they're they're kind of slow and they're uh well they're very slow and uh, <laughs> and but they're just great cars they're built like tanks um, we've, again, as I said, we've had them in the past in the family for, for quite a long time. And, uh, I was looking for something, you know, kind of fun to drive, but something that I could feel good about and, uh, not have a crazy amount of money in. Um, so found this car on Facebook marketplace. I'd been watching that. I've been watching, you know, just different, uh, media for, for used cars and they're not easy to find. This one popped up, um, in Brentwood, Tennessee. And, um, which is just outside of Nashville. And I got on the phone with the guy as soon as I saw it, it had been up for about seven hours, spent, uh, quite a bit of time talking to him, um, over a, a couple of nights span and, um, kind of a cool story. This car belonged to his brother. His brother has a, uh, German car dealership in Brentwood called Nice Motors and they specialize in, in, um, VW, Audi, Porsche, He's really into VW and Porsche, and uh, he had bought this this Mercedes for himself, and um, was using it kind of as a daily driver to go to and from home, parts you know go pick up parts, et cetera, et cetera. His brother, um, who I bought the car from, kind of fell in love with it and said, "Would you sell it?" He said, "Yeah, actually, I will because I just found a black one just like it, and I, my car's white, and um, I'd really like to get the black one." So. He bought the car and, and put quite a bit into it, did some really, really nice things to the car and kind of updated it and upgraded it a little bit, although it does look very stock. Yes, it does. Um, but he put some little bit nicer wheels on it that are, you know, they're stock Mercedes, but they didn't come with this car. Mm -hmm. And um, 
it's got a, just a really nice stance. Um, it's just crazy nice. It, it, it didn't – the pictures actually – you know, when you look at stuff, you usually see these digital pictures, and the pictures right. don't always – you know, right. they mm-hmm. make things look better than they are. Well, this was a surprise. That car was better than the picture showed. Yeah. And um, so we, we actually um, went with a um, – uh, drove my Ford Expedition and pulled a car carrier and loaded it up and brought it home. And uh, and that was literally four weeks ago today. Yeah, there you well, go. Well, it's a very nice car. It's, uh, it's a beautiful car. Right. Uh, Thank you. To say it's – to see it's 30 years old, uh, there's not a lot of cars that are 10 years old that look as good as this car. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to the one in James Bond, For Your Eyes Only. Okay. Uh, which – caught my attention out there and i couldn't think of it that one was a 200d okay yeah. gotcha yeah so gotcha. european uh, version was yeah. a exactly right yeah, yeah. so uh very smaller cool bumpers car. too very cool <laughs> yeah. car oh, yeah. it still has the built-in ashtrays in the rear doors which yeah. is cool still there well still yeah the, so the, the car is really technically unmodified it's period correct the interior is immaculate the lines are straight. The stance is aggressive. I mean, you've yeah. got yourself a real nice timepiece. I do. What's cool about those cars is I remember, I've, um, uh, and this is kind of a funny story, but, you know, uh, every, was it, fourth Tuesday or first Tuesday of the month, uh, the, the national def- or the, the defense goes on, the um, – Oh, the, the civil defense, right? And okay. so you the hear the tort, yeah, the right. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesdays at noon. So I had a buddy that had one Whatever. of these back in high school, and I remember we were in a car just like Brian's, and I opened the door, and you hear the defense. You shut the door, <laughs> and you don't, don't hear it. That yeah. is how well engineered, sound deadening. Just these cars. You mentioned tank. Yeah, they are. And, uh, you know, it's one of those cars that you also, if you put it in gear, it, and then you're just, uh, mm-hmm. it's days of old. I mean, that thing was built for the Autobahn. I mean, you could probably do 120 yep. easily with uh, very little pressure on the gas, especially with it being diesel. Yep. I mean, those things were built to run and drive. So, but it, what a wonderful representation you have with that car. Thank so, you. Oh, I, yeah. I'm thrilled. And, I've spent yeah. quite a bit of time looking. Yeah. And um, kudos to the dealership that sold it to you. Oh, that yeah. Represented it correctly. That's always great. Yeah. So this, this yep. guy could not have been better on the phone and, mm-hmm. and just, and I showed you, I think all the paperwork he gave me and, 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 you know, I've got a, I've got a folder of everything that he had done to the car and right. went all the way down and, and, you know, to the penny, everything yep. he spent. Yep. Um, and he, he just did it right. And I don't think he wanted to sell it. He just kind of needed to. His fourth child is like do any time. <laughs> right. It's always and the his, kids. And it's all <laughs> right. always get, his wife said, it's got to go. Yeah. You, you know, we right now is not the time. And he's got toys over at his brother's dealership all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's always something that they're always on the hunt for different stuff. Yep. Um, just and the perfect timing was there. That the timing needed, they needed to go, and you right. needed to get. The timing go. was perfect. Right. I yeah, was that's great. I was a little bummed, and Jason knows I'd missed out on a 300 SD um, in Northern Kentucky mm-hmm. that I just did not move fast enough on, right. and I was really bummed. And I got back on, got back on, and started looking, and there it was. I'm like, I got to call this guy, right. <laughs> you know, and it right. it worked yeah. out great. That's awesome. Thrilled. Thrilled. That's great. That's great. Well, you got a great buy. I mean, yeah. you, you found a, a gem. Yeah, you it really re- did. It really is. There's not a ding scratch or 
No, no there's it's, not. It's it. It is. Hopefully, you can hold on to it for another thirty years. I will. And, and you know, it's, it's it'll still be running. That's for sure. <laughs> well, that's for sure. It'll it it yeah. really will. It, you yeah. know, assuming I'll be able to still get in and out of the damn thing. <laughs> well, that's um, a whole nother. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> right, right. No, and then that you know, and actually, that's funny you say I say that, but and just but the doors open wide. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of room to get in and out. They just we were talking about over engineered. Mm -hmm. They just. They just did it. Mercedes yep. in seventies and eighties, and and obviously before that too, were just unbelievable. Nineties, you know, yep. and and I'm not going to pick on them. I don't feel the same way about you know the the newer Mercedes as I do about the old ones. Mm -hmm. I, I just, but you know, they just they're just so well built. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, agree. They they are wonderful cars. That is for sure. When it closes, when you close the doors out there, it makes that good thunk. No, it's, yeah. good, it's like good a bank vault. Yeah, I mean, right. you literally yep. hear it. You hear it. Thunk. And it's There's... a solid door. It's but it's 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 not overly thick of a door. It's mm -hmm. just a good solid door. Right. Where you think like in today's Merce in the current Mercedes, they've got to be four or five inches thick. Mm. They're going to have to swing out of far away because there's so much stuff packed into the electronics sure. and right. yeah. airbags and this, yep. that, and the other. Yep. So it's 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 neat because yeah. it takes oh, sure. you back to the cars that we grew up. That's in. exactly right. right. Exactly. These are the cars that you know, yep. and you know, and it's most everything on this car is mechanical still. Mm -hmm. right. It's not computerized. Right. And I, again, I I said it earlier. I, I, we can have some kind of nuclear holocaust, <laughs> and that interior will still be the still same, be right? same right? and that diesel will still fire yeah, up. That's right. Yeah. It's, that's exactly it's, right. They're just something. So let's backtrack. Okay. Well, uh, you're a young boy. You, uh, your dad brings home some pretty cool cars. Uh, what What did you grow up with? Um, and what you know, obviously, we want to know what your first car was and all that sure. other good stuff too. Sure. So. Well, I I, I was enamored with cars my whole life mm -hmm. and even at age two and three i could barely talk but i think the word the first word was <laughs> ford you know and gotcha. and my mother used to tell the story that when we would go shopping or somewhere or whatever i would cry to stay in the parking lot because i wanted to look at cars ah nice there you go um that was what i wanted to do so i and my aunt knuckle used to or my aunt used to say I bet he can name this car. And he'd so you say it to somebody. We'd be driving down the road. Mm -hmm. no, no, he's just a kid. He doesn't. And I'd, I'd nail him, you know. Gotcha. And, and yep. even old stuff, old stuff then. You know, I was born in 65. So stuff from the 50s, I could pretty much, you sure. know. My, at the beginning, my first first favorite car was a 55 Chevy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah exactly right. <laughs> America. America. That's right. But um, we had, I think that Dad was funny. He, um. He actually just loved cars, always traded cars, loved them. He was in dental school and worked at the Mercury dealership on Broadway. And that was before it was Monarch Lincoln Mercury, but there was a Mercury dealership. And he was working part-time as a salesman during the summer when he was um, in dental school at UofL. And I actually have his one, the last business card, you know. And oh, it, do you? And really? he, I've got it. In, yeah, oh, that's I, awesome. So I've got it in right. here. And um, so it's in there. Um, dad was funny. He, he was just missed the draft for world war two by a matter of months, all American cars until all of a sudden in 1976, he buys a Datsun 280Z and there's a picture of that. Okay, and, and right. you know, and, yep. and so, you know, we, he drove, he was the typical guy of, of, the, of his time. Lincoln Town Cars, mm -hmm. you know, and, and Cadillacs and, and, 
you know, the first car that the car that I first car I remember is he owned it when I was was born and was driving it up until I could start remember was a sixty three Pontiac Bonneville. Okay. Gorgeous car. Sure. Had a three eighty nine in it. It was yep. a gorgeous car. Yep. And so, you know, it just went from there. Um we were it was all about cars, boats, motorcycles. We were I mean, that's the stuff that we loved. And um, you know, we rode motorcycles together and, and um you know, just did a lot of fun stuff, boats and just all, well, and that's, I'm in the boat business and that's why, cause it was, it's in my blood, Sure, you know, and, yep. and, um, I just, um, I just love, I love everything about it. If I, if I can hear an engine run, I'm just kind of happy. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of happy. There you go. But, um, as we got, as, as I got a little bit older, we were doing more and more with cars. I'll hit, jump ahead to, 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 um, some of the stuff that my brother had, he's 10 years older than I am. And so he was graduating. He graduated high school in 1974. His first car was a 67 Fairlane GTA. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Wow. 390 C6 mm-hmm. automatic. Okay. <laughs> um, dual gate shifter. Mm-hmm. It was a bad car. Sure. Um, wow. yep. And funny story about that. He was racing that car. He was <laughs> going to Ohio, Ohio Valley Speedway, mm-hmm. the dragway. Mm-hmm. And he did not tell dad he was doing this. <laughs> so he had a buddy that worked at an Exxon station. And that was up here at Holiday Manor where the Chase Bank is now. It was right. an Exxon station. Okay. And he had he had his racing tires and all that there. Uh, they they changed things around. They'd open things up a little bit, you know, open up the exhaust. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he was going and racing this thing. And he was winning. Okay. Yep. And he had a he wore a football helmet as his, as, okay. as his helmet all right and and then he so he's winning these trophies and he's hiding all the trophies at his girlfriend's house <laughs> now, now, I, now does marty still have these trophies I no she to... got when they broke up she oh, threw them away oh, oh, she shit, threw them all away. Right. 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 it's always the bitter girlfriend <laughs> it still makes me mad yeah <laughs> right right um so you know that was that was you know his first car mm-hmm. and the car after that because he got the cool cars because dad was driving the Lincoln and the, you know, which was fine. They were great, but, um, he was driving the cool cars after that. He had an MGB. Okay. 71 MGB. And it's, that was a very cool car Mm -hmm. at river road and Zorn Avenue. There used to not be a stop light there. There was a stop sign and he was going through that. He had stopped and came through and somebody, is this in the MG? I'm in the sorry. MG. Okay, gotcha. You know, there's yeah, yeah. a really picture of I what happened you. to that I car. I got you. Got you. And that totaled it. Okay. Um, he went from there. He had a 71 Firebird Esprit. Now, now going back to that yep. wreck, I mean, yep. he, he's in an MG, and this happened in what year? 70. Okay, so cars were metal. <laughs> right. And cars was, were heavy, and cars were metal, and a, hitting an MG was not probably a pretty sight. No, yeah, it okay. was a lady that was driving, and oh, it was a gosh. big old bomb. Right, And, gotcha. you know, right. it was in, yeah, the car. You see the picture. All right. Um. He went from there to a 71 Firebird, which was a very nice car. Mm-hmm. Had a Firebird Esprit. It was red with a black vinyl top. Um, drove that for a couple of years. Drove that to college. Got He came home the same weekend with a 75 280Z that Dad had bought the brand new 280Z, the 76. <laughs> they both came home. It was, a, it was actually a fraternity brother of my dad's that had this 75 280Z. My brother drove to Alabama to get the car and drive it back. They drive it back. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that's a, a, a you know of course with me having the Datsun. I mean, oh I, yeah, I love well, these things. Yeah, right? yeah, no, but they're awesome cars. Yeah, yeah, good. 
We're going to take a quick moment and ask our listeners to please check out our sponsor, G.D. Herring. G.D. Herring provides options on insuring not only your classic car, but for all of your collectibles. Please check them out at gdherring.com. And please join us at our website, theclassiccarcorner.com, where you can access our shows, learn more about us, and what we're up to. And we're talking with Brian Arnett. We are talking about days of old and and cars of the past. uh, And now I'm going to ask a quick question here because... uh, since you've been talking cars since before you could talk cars, yeah, um, we're get. I know we're getting there in your car lineage. What I just got to ask: What was the car you t- drove for your uh, driver's test? Nineteen sixty-eight <laughs> Mustang Convertible. Yeah. Nice. And he's got a story there about that one is. too. I remember. Yeah, yep. there's. I got <laughs> a lot of. There's Mustangs were big in our family. Um, uh, it's I'll, I'll take one one more quick story about my sure. brother oh, yes, yes, this yes, is absolutely. really funny yes. and then i'm gonna and then i'll go on because he he actually <laughs> has had some amazing cars because he's smart he leases them and turns them in and gets another yeah right cool car wow. um no attachment just no here. here's the key he's pretty good about <laughs> yeah, that right. he gets what he can get and yeah. drives it and, <clears throat> there you go and everything he's owned has been black with tan interior starting in 1981 wow um so it's really kind of funny how it's just the only way to, it's the only car he'll buy. Um, I think the bandits car was black with tan. Yeah. And he would have, <laughs> right? yeah, he, he, that's exactly yeah. right. That's, that's, yeah. that's true. There you go. He, um, so he had that two eighty Z and he was dating a girl. He was in college. He was dating a girl whose father has a Chevrolet, had a Chevrolet. The family still has the Chevrolet dealership here in town on Preston highway. And you all know who that is. Montgomery. And, and exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Marty was dating Lauren Montgomery. And Lauren's dad, Ray Montgomery, said, I don't want to see that too. I don't want to see that Dotson in my driveway anymore. <laughs> right. Okay. And said, I'll make you a deal. So he ended up, <laughs> the, the Z car went away and he got a 77 Camaro Type LT. Okay. Right. Wow. Um, and that was a nice car and he had that in college. But it was really kind of funny. Um, I was really surprised that he did that because he went from 71 Firebird Esprit to the Z car to a 77 Camaro type mm-hmm. LT. There wasn't much difference right. in the cars, obviously. Right. But um, that, and then that was the end of that as far as American cars were concerned. It, it went away after that. I'm thinking outside the box here. Yeah. So 77, now that had, correct me if I'm wrong, because that could be, is that had more of the plastic schnout on the front. Right? That came. Single it, headlights. Yeah. A great grill. Yeah. But it was, it kind of had a, it was more that plastic, was more right? plastic that came the one you're thinking of came out in 79 79 okay then it right. really that front end really changed i got you and it kind of it wasn't near as pretty of a car. okay gotcha i never thought the seven and i never okay. thought it was as pretty 79 80 okay 81 but it's not a split bumper that was earlier no that was yeah, earlier right. gotcha. that's exactly right yeah. okay um then he started and he then the black car started it was he 77 320 is with the recaro package and the gold bbs wheels gotcha. and, and then right. a 325e right. and yeah. then a mercedes oh. 300e and, a, <laughs> and then an e320 and, and so when's on. marty coming on the show Brian? Uh, right? know. we need him on here <laughs> talking about his cars right that's right if i could find if we could find all the pictures of all of the i mean he's just had great cars yeah and and he had, and so that's i great. i guess the long story I'm, i made it a much longer story but i lived Ten years younger than he was, I was living through these cars, the GT, the you know the, the Fairlane and this and that. So now I'll go back and and in 1978 we are at yet another Lincoln Mercury dealer. It was the one out off of Preston, um, Mon- thoroughbred, thoroughbred Lincoln Mercury. Okay. Gotcha. And we are out there 
looking, doing something. Now, we were having canvas work done on, a, on our boat, and there happened to be a canvas guy that was right there. We walk into the showroom. This is, I'll never forget it. This is November 1978. Sitting on the showroom floor is a Wimbledon white 68 Mustang convertible with black interior, 49,000 miles, one owner car. And we did not leave without it. Gotcha. Wow. We bought that car. He paid $3,500 for that car wow. in 78. Um, and um, that was the beginning of our Mustang times. Mm-hmm. Two years later, he bought a 66 black Mustang with red pony interior from the original owner. It was Polly Cochran. Mrs. Archibald Cochran owned that car. It was up in Glenview. And dad used to, dad worked, his dental office was in the Starks building, and he'd see Mrs. Cochran drive that little car. Stopped her one day and asked if she'd sell it. And he said, she said, well, what will you give for it? She said, well, what do you need for it? She said, <laughs> how much you got? She said, she said, well, my gardener has offered me $2,200. Dad said, I'll give you 2500 She said, sold. Wow. <laughs> so she went and bought a brand new Ford Fairmont, of all things. Um, gotcha. and, I mean, living up in Glenview, you could have done whatever. She, anyway. Right. Yeah. But that, yeah. so that car we kept, and that, that's the car that breaks my heart that, <clears throat> that he sold it in 2000 because we just had to do it. Gotcha. Yep. And, um, that was supposed to be mine. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> but right, things right, happen, right. you yeah, know. Yep. Um, so we had the 60, the 68 convertible, um, the 66 convertible. My first car we bought in 81, it was a 68 hardtop. Blue with a Wimbled, uh, Brittany blue with a black vinyl top. Nice. And we bought that at a car auction. Every fall, there used to be a car auction out at the um, out at the fairgrounds. And um, bought that car out there, 302 four barrel, C4 automatic. And um, the 302 four barrel was nice. Oh, yeah. It was, right. fairly, it was fairly quick. Sure, sure, sure. For what it was. That's right. No power steering. Um, no power brakes, probably. No either. power brakes. Yeah, right. Automatic not, transmission. Not even vacuum assisted. It was just, <laughs> no, no, no. You you stomped on it. I it mean, was, you are making. You are right. doing nothing but upper and lower body. I was right. driving. <laughs> I was in good shape driving that. That's car. why they had all the girls because yeah. they're all fit from yeah. their, <laughs> driving their cars, That's walking right. around like Popeye. <laughs> because what do you have? Mustang. No power steering. No power steering. Oh yeah. Three hundred two V eight. Yeah. Look at the calves on that guy. Yeah. You learned. You learned very quickly on that car. You do not try to turn the wheel until you start rolling. Right, right. And it, so that was, so we had that, we had the three Mustangs for, for a decent amount of time. And finally dad said, something's got to go. And I said, well, it's the 68 hardtop, obviously. And I said, if that goes, I want the 68 convertible. He said, that's fine. And you will take care of it. And you will keep your grades up. Right, 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 right. So I ended up with that car in 83 and I kept it until 94. Okay. Um, had it sold it when we were living in Florida and, and that was a, Dad, as we were selling the car, Dad's like, "This is a mistake. We shouldn't be selling the car." Now I agree. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I couldn't. I couldn't afford to keep two cars. And um, I was driving that as my daily driver until 1994. 68 okay. Mustang. Nice. Um, had 190 thousand miles on it when I sold it. Oh wow! Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And then nice. we got in and we started. Dad started flipping. We started buying stuff. Bought a 75 Mercedes 240D. Okay. Paid fifteen hundred dollars for it. Gosh, put fifteen hundred dollars in it, mm-hmm. and sold it. Uh, so we had three grand in it, and sold it three months later for sixty two fifty. Okay, um, all right. Bought a sixty six Thunderbird from wow. what was now Springdale Automotive. It was mm-hmm. on the lot at Fryberts Garage on twenty two. On twenty two, right, right. And he paid dead. He'd beat this poor guy down. Paid five hundred dollars for it. We put a little money on it and sold it for twenty eight hundred dollars. 
Gotcha. 66 and Thunderbird. 66 Thunderbird. Had 390 in it. Had okay. the tilt-away steering. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Um, so you can get out the door. Yeah, exactly right. right. Yeah. Um, leather interior. You couldn't put a magnet on that car for anything that was so much fun. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was – but it was – it was um, <laughs> that rare fiberglass body. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my! And you put a guy came to look at it and put a ma- magnet out, and he couldn't find a spot. And it just—he's like, "I'm sorry." I'm like, "Yeah, I get it." Um, but it looked good. Um, Seventy-seven Mercedes four hundred and fifty SEL six point nine. Have you all ever seen the movie Ronin? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. I was getting ready to say, "Is identical that the Mercedes?" Car, identical car, identical colors, everything. Mm-hmm. Um. That thing was scary. Yeah, that's an awesome car. It's, oh, we've is, talked about that movie uh, on previous podcasts. Yeah. Oh well. my gosh! And I think we've talked about that Mercedes. Yes. Uh, while oh. we were talking about that movie, it was. <laughs> it's just, an awesome car. God. I mean, come on. And Dad was ki- kicking around keeping at the time. He was driving a, a Cadillac Brome, and um, he was kicking around keeping that that um, Mercedes. But he started thinking about the air suspension and all the things that could go wrong with that car. That was interesting. That was a gray market car. So it was mm-hmm. European spec. So it was overly fast because it didn't have all the pollution junk on it. Ah, uh, gotcha. All and right. um, it was it was pretty cool. And he and made three grand on that. Paid, I don't know, he paid 10 and sold it for 13. So how long would he keep these cars? Just a couple months? A couple months. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It, it just, and we were just having fun with yeah, it. Yeah, right. Um, when um, they moved to Naples, Florida, dad was a dentist and sold his practice he was licensed to practice in florida because he was stationed in mcdill air force base in um when he was in the air force right after dental school so he kept his license to practice dentistry in florida and they went to naples and that's when we started with the condo cars and started to find stuff and buy stuff down there and um he bought my sister was looking for a car we'd been looking at volvos and and she kind of liked the the Mercedes 300D. It was the older body style than mine. Mm-hmm. He found, and we were looking around. I was looking around here in Louisville. He was looking. He found an 83, this was in 1990, he found an 80, 83 Mercedes 300D turbo diesel with 30,000 miles. Oh, right, right, right. It had never been raised wow. and all that. Yep. And he bought it. I was I, My sister flew me down there, and I drove it back from Naples to Louisville. Gotcha. Um, yep. And she drove that for several years. Mm-hmm. And um, then she was want they were wanting she had an old station wagon which was kind of a it was um a Mer- the Mercury version of the Ford LT. Oh, gotcha. Uh, it, it wasn't the Colony Park. It was a smaller one. It had a three point eight V six in it, and it was not a it was a rough car. I got gotcha. you. She wanted something else, so Dad found down there, and this was I think in ninety two. He found an eighty five Ford Country Squire. Okay, right. Nine passenger, or actually eight passenger, because it didn't have the all the way across. It had the two jump seats. So, so that is the Griswold car. It is right? the Griswold yeah. car. Yeah, right, right, it right, is. right. Go ahead. Yeah, and that's awesome. Same deal. <laughs> right. Same deal. It had twelve thousand miles. Wood on paneling. It. I'm sorry. Wood paneling. All right. Tan, light, go. kind but of it, a, a tan with the wood paneling. But it you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Right, right. 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 Yeah. Same deal. Flew me down. <laughs> drove it back to Louisville. Stopped in Atlanta and saw some some friends and drove it back to louisville and uh, she kept it again for several years put it up for sale and the phone wouldn't stop ringing and i think dad paid five for it at the time she sold it for 38 um and now no telling what the daggone thing be worth but here's the question brian would you drive it if you had it i would okay well there you go fellow uh 
station wagon with wood panels. All right. I've always uh, loved them. And and my aunt had a um, old custom cruiser with Mm -hmm. the clamshell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, and then it had the the fender skirts on it. Mm -hmm. She had it in 73. I was the weirdest kid in the world because I thought thing that thing was so cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> to right. watch that wind, to watch that rear window and the tailgate the, go mm-hmm, down, mm-hmm. you know, all in one, and and no, those those are insanely expensive. Oh now. yeah, oh mm-hmm. it's it's nuts, absolutely. It, those it right. it just cracks me up how things. I, I don't know if it's nostalgia or what it is, what it is, but things like that, how they've just taken off. Oh sure. Yep, and um, you know, and the idea is there's not that many left because the Derby guys have gotten a hold of them and destroyed them all because yeah. they were great for yep. demolition derby. Huge rear wheel drive. Oh yeah, could hit anything and keep going. Sure, right. Yep, those were. Uh, I guess they were body by Fishers, right? Uh, well, yeah, they yeah, were because it had the little yeah, carriage right. on yeah. the on the little on and the, the radiator sat about right. two feet away from the front, oh, sure. front of the superstructure. Right. So totally, yeah. Those uh, those body by Fisher cars. I mean, you could just. I mean, you can't take a car in a movie today and jump it in the streets of San Francisco without airbag deployments. Right. But the body by Fisher cars, you could jump them, and then <laughs> yeah. you could jump them again, and continue to jump them because they were just solid. Yeah, that's right. Sure. I don't, I don't know if Jason's told y'all. The three of us have all owned Delta eighty eights. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And we've all owned. The three different variations of a Delta Eight. Right. Okay, <laughs> so. mine just has happens to be in wagon form. You yep. had the coupe. I had the coupe with the electric or the the moonroof. Right. Yeah. It went nice. all the way back. Yep. That's right. That and had and that's had the nice. four door sedan. You had the four door sedan. So that's my right. dad had when I was a senior in high school, had an eighty three Olds ninety eight, mm-hmm. and it had the five liter in it. So mm-hmm. I guess that was a, there was a three hundred seven. I think is what that was. Yeah. Well, the eighty four, the one that I had, right. uh, had the five liter in yeah. it. Yeah. So now it, was the ninety eight? Was it a coupe? Because no, they made coupes. They in did those... make. They did make the coupe, and the yep. door was about 10, 12 feet long. Well, you're right. You're right, you're um, right. <laughs> but no, it was it was a four door. You know, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It was that. Same, it was kind of a slate blue. I okay, guess, like mine. The same yep, color as yours. You. Yep. With the blue interior. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so when I happened to look inside your car. Boy, did it take me back. <laughs> right. Hey, he actually let me take that on spring break, if you can believe such <laughs> yeah, a thing. Immediately go. traded it back in at Courtesy Cadillac for a, a sedan DeVille. Gotcha. It, it was ready for that car to go. And what I think that's what why I got DeVille? to take it. Another 83. Okay. Now, uh, DeVille or Seville? S- sedan DeVille. DeVille. Okay. Yeah. So gotcha. it was the big four-door. They yep. renamed it the Brome Gotcha. Because the Seville, if you remember, it had that awkward, well, it's kind of cool, but it's it right had, Slight back. Yep. Yeah. Sure, trunk. That yeah. Is, yeah. So, yeah. So before, and I'll backtrack because before the 83 um, Oldsmobile, he, well, he had a 77 Lincoln Town Car, mm-hmm. Williamsburg edition. I was with him. He bought more cars from Herb Vine at Bluegrass Lincoln Mercury than I can remember. Gotcha. Um, and um, we were, we bought that car off the show. I was with him. We, he, Bought that car off the showroom floor December 31, 1976. He wanted to close the deal then for a tax benefit. I was going to say. Yeah, and right. brand spanking new. He drove that from 77 to 80. And that's when gas got crazy. Mm-hmm. People stand in line. What are you doing driving a car that gets nine miles to the gallon? <laughs> right, right. And have you ridden in these seats? Oh my god, <laughs> that's why it was an amazing car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he went in to went next door to Sam Swope and ordered a brand new 1980 Pontiac Bodyville diesel. 
Okay. Remember that? Wow. That was the 5.7-liter yeah. gasoline engine that they switched over to diesel, diesel, and they were horrible. And he, we started to learn that those cars had a lifespan of 55,000 50, miles, and then they blew up. <laughs> So at 44,000 miles, he traded it in at Courtesy Cadillac for his Olds 98. Nice. nice, <laughs> nice. And that car blew up on the next day. <laughs> <All right. laughs> wow. Gotcha. <laughs> fun. Oh, that's fun. Cool. Oh, man. So, so, okay. So, so, what, go ahead. I know you're going to ask him the question. You took your driver's test in a 68 Mustang. 68. Okay. All right. And so, from that, so we talked about your dad's cars. Right. Wh- where, what did you end up with after the the '68? Okay, so uh, after the '68 hardtop, and and he said one of these cars has got to go. So the hardtop was the one that made sense to go. I ended up with that '68 Mustang convertible. 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 Right. And how long did I'm sorry? How long did you? And keep that, that I kept until '94. Right. It was gotcha. in our family and gotcha. starting in '78. Okay, gotcha. And gotcha. at so in '94 we had moved to Naples, Florida. At all, we we're newlyweds. '93. Mm-hmm. We moved down, and it the I had actually did a lot of cool stuff to that car. I there was a place out on popular level that was called Mustang Connection. Yep, and they did restorations and different things. It unfortunately caught fire. Yeah, yep, yeah. I remember that. Sure did. Um, and I was able to get factory air for that car. Okay, right. Yep. So I got factory air. I got a console for it. I got the that particular car. I was able. I was also able to find. Um, fog lights. Okay. Remember how that you get the grill that had sure. the built-in fog, fog lights. lights on it. Sure, I managed to get those. I nice. found a set of wire wheel hubcaps for that. At the same time, I found spinners for my dad's '66. Okay, <laughs> found that both sets in Bloomington, Indiana. I was at school at IU, and I called Dad. I said, "You can't believe what I just found." He said, "Just buy them. I'll send you the money right now. Just buy them." And it was the right thing to do. <laughs> it, I got it dressed you, up man. both right, cars so right, much. Right. Um. <laughs> so I had the Mustang, and, and I regretfully was letting it go. But at the same time, we had the 66 convertible that Dad was driving every day mm-hmm. to and from work in Naples, and it was a, a two-mile drive. <laughs> right. So he had bought from his friend a 79 Mercedes 300 SD. Okay. And so that was the big S-Class. It's the same body style as, that, as the um, 6.9 that we were talking about mm-hmm. right. um, yep. from Ronan, that yep. same body yep. style. W116. If you're a Mercedes geek like I am, that's that was the that was the the body style, and he had that. And I said, Dad, I'm love to have this car, but what are you going to get? He said, I got it. We found an '86 Mercedes 420 SEL with seven thousand miles, and this was in 1994. All right. Yep. And so he drove that, or mom drove that, because he was still driving the Mustang. Windshield wipers on the headlights? That car did, yes. Ah, got yes, it. it did. Yep, nice. And All again, right. it's it's in here. <laughs> okay. did, it, did, it, did it have a LeBra? <laughs> it did not have a LeBra. Nice. Yeah, it did not. Because right. that is the um, era of the, yeah, the yeah, LeBra. I mean, yeah. if it was, you weren't true California chic if you, had not, if you didn't have that LeBra. <laughs> you're right. Until everybody realized it ruined your pain. It ruined your pain. <laughs> That's exactly right. So... One of the funny things, and I'm jumping around, I apologize, no, but you're good. we were, again, we were into toys, right? So motorcycles, boats, cars, dad was also into RVs. Uh, okay. So we had motorhomes. Mm-hmm. Dad was a big believer in the one who has the most wins uh-huh. as far as toys are concerned. <laughs> um, and we had a ball. He just, you know, we had so much fun. 
but they did some traveling in the motorhome, but they also huge U of L fans. We dad played football at Louisville and oh, always okay. been a big U of L fan involved on athletic and academic boards and all that out there. And, um, actually very close friends and was one of the reasons Howard Schnellenberger came to U of L. Oh, so, is that right? Yeah. Wonderful. Oh, how yeah. about that? Um, nice. it gotten to be close friends. Dad spent a lot of time talking to him and it, well, a lot of people did. He was on the search committee and anyway, it was a big deal. And Howard became a very close friend of the family. So, That's great. um, when he passed a few weeks ago, my dad's been gone for four years. So we talked about the fact that my dad, my uncle, and a couple other guys, um, were having a big tailgate party with Howard U of L tailgate party. And this time Howard got to go. Yeah, he, <laughs> right. he wasn't coaching at the time. So anyway, right. back to the motor home, we had this Mustang and dad decided he wanted to be able to tow this most, this is his 66 convertible. And, um, he wanted to be able to take it, take the car with him. So he had it, he bought through JC Whitney. Mm-hmm. We, we lived, lived and died by JC Whitney. Right. Um, a um, setup where you could disengage the drive shaft yep. and make it freewheeling. And we did that. He had a couple of little brackets welded on the bottom of the car below the bumper. You couldn't see it. And then he had that uh, set up a hitch, so to speak that you tied up, you know, sure. bolt all that together. You hook it on, actually had it plugged in. So you like your plug in your boat trailer. Mm-hmm. You could b- plug in the lights and he would he towed that all over the place. Is that right? Took it to Hilton Head, took nice. it to Florida. That, I mean, that was and he just you yeah. know they parked the motorhome or whatever and have that Mustang to ride around in. So that's so cool. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, in fact, when they moved to Naples, he had a Cadillac and he pulled that Mustang down behind it. And right as they pulled into the neighborhood where they were staying, and they'd driven a thousand miles, right? Mm-hmm. Right as they were put, where they rented a place until they bought a house and kind of got settled. That damn hitch came off of the uh, car oh no. and ran up into the trunk of the of the Cadillac. Oh, oh. No. and gotcha, he gotcha. was so th- he said, "You know what? I'm okay with that because it happened while I was driving ten miles an hour in the neighborhood where we're stopping. Right? I could have lost it over Mont Eagle. Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. you know, and right. lost the car. And that would have been yes. Yeah. So, oh, gosh. Um, anyway, so that that was. Uh, we did some fun, fun stuff. Oh, did, that, did that a lot is, of fun stuff. That is awesome. So in addition, so you, so the current vehicle we have out in the yes. driveway today, which is just, again, it's just immaculate, beautiful. We even made a note. It even has the the screw holes for the bracket for the for the oh. for the for the <laughs> cell phone that for the cell phone the, for the cell phone mount where you just right. pull yeah. it out. Yeah. So, That's hello. right. <laughs> I, and it's in when I bought the car from um, the gentleman who had it. Um, we were talking about, he pointed it out. He said, look, this is where the cell phone was mounted when I got the car. I said, do you by chance have it? He said, yes, I do. And I'd love for you to take it. Right. <laughs> so I've got the cell phone. I've got the little antenna with the little square, you know, yeah, sure. but right. I've got all of it. And it's, you know, I'm trying to decide whether to put it all back on the car or not, but I've got it all. Oh, it's still, so cool. the microphone is still mounted yep. for hands free mm-hmm. up by the, up by the visor on, you know, on the driver's side. <laughs> it's really, it's really pretty cool. That is. Um, so that was kind of all my fun cars um then it then family came around you know ended up with um i tried to keep my wife in some kind of fun cars um we bought her a ford explorer because there was no way she was going to drive a minivan yeah, i got when you. the kids right, were yeah. when the kids were on the way yep um i had i had the 420 sel i ended up selling that back to dad when we moved back to florida or mm-hmm. back from florida to louisville um and i bought a camry 
It wasn't all right. <laughs> After everything I'd been driving. Oh, actually, I'll tell well, you. I, I said it kind of has oh, like, okay. <laughs> so we brought the Explorer, which is still, you know, this was as a 97 Explorer in 2000. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, it's all you could do to find them back then. Right. I'd gotten to know a Ford dealer in Naples, Florida, and, and I keep miss, I kept missing out on them. And finally, and the guy happened to be from Louisville, so we had that, I had that going for me gotcha. with him. And right. finally he called. He said, okay, I just got this one in. It's got 2,900 miles on it. It's three years old. It was a, referred to as a condo car, right? Okay. It, and they, you know, they traded it in. I've got it hidden. You need to get here now. Now, right. Uh-huh. He said, in yeah. fact, never mind. Are you on your way home? I said, yeah. He said, um, I'll drive it to your house, and I'll meet you there. And so I got Jennifer, God love her. She's out to here with the twins, and she waddled <laughs> into the I said, let's go. We're going to go for a ride. And she said, yep, this yep. is good. Yep. So that – I kept that. We kept that a long time. I traded it on a for her a Volvo S80, oh, and so I wasn't driving anything particularly exciting. I I um I got her the S80, but before that, I took I took I took the the Explorer back from her because I was in the boat business. I need to be able to tow stuff, mm-hmm. and so we got rid of the Camry. She took the Camry for a while, and, and I'm like, this it's got to go. Mm-hmm. So we found I found it. Um, Oh, the Volvo place. The, he, um, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, there's a guy that sold specialized in Volvo. Oh, JR Volvo. JR's Volvo. That's yeah. exactly. He yeah. JR had a '94 850 turbo wagon. Okay. Oh yeah. And nice. I bought that because it was a turbo, uh-huh. and she accepted it at first, but really hated the fact that it was a wagon. I got you. But she did like how fast it was, <laughs> and she has a little bit of a lead foot. There so that was. Go. So that was. That car was pretty cool. And I ended up selling that and bought myself. I got a 99 Expedition, and I drove that car. Um, golly, I drove that car 14 years, and when I sold it, it had 218,000 miles on it. Yeah. And that was like a family. That was, that was a family member. That, the girls, I took them starting in kindergarten at, at Holy Trinity. That's right. And drove that car every day, took them to school and, and some other neighborhood kids and Mark Castle's kid, Mark and Sarah's kids, yep. taking everybody to school. Yep. Um, and I sold it the summer, the spring of their junior year okay. at Sacred Heart. And that, wow. I would love to have been able to keep it one more year and have it all the way through. Yep. Um, I can't begin to tell you how many trips to, uh, to Florida for spring break and all that. <laughs> right. But that by the time I got to 218,000 miles, I couldn't trust it anymore. And I was okay with it, but I couldn't let them take it and do right, anything with right. it, right? Yep. No, that's right. So, yep. but that was, they had a hard time. The girls had a tough time with that leaving because mm-hmm. all their childhood memories were wrapped up in sure. that in that Ford Expedition. And they do, I mean, cars are, I mean, oh. it's it would be very hard, difficult to get rid of anything that you've had so much fun with. with sure. The kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, so, and, uh, yep. you know, it's such great memories for oh, them. Sure. We were talking about it the other day, and they, they said, uh, what's funny is, and I apologize, I'm jumping around. Oh, you're good. I sold that, and, and then all of a sudden, I needed something to drive because mm-hmm. a guy wanted it, and yeah. he's like, "Will you sell this to me?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. it's kind of time for it to go." He said, "It's perfect for what I want to pull my small boat with, and all that, and it was still fine for that." Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, I'm without a car, and I'm searching around trying to. Well, I talked to you about mm-hmm. this, so, sure. trying, yep. so I decided to try either a Tahoe or a, or a Yukon. I bought a Yukon. And drove it for two and a half years and really disliked it. Really disliked it. And my big mistake was I didn't check it out very well. It had I come from you. Pennsylvania, and it was a rust bucket. Ah, right. And those 
there was an 06 and those are known for rust on you know we all know where they rust they all rust behind the wheel wells on all of them mm-hmm. it didn't look that way when i bought it but i didn't look at it very close gotcha. somebody did a good job getting it ready to sell i got you right and so uh a year and a half ago i found a ford expedition from a, a buddy of mine that's a that's a car dealer and i'm like well i'm home again yeah and that's right i'm where i need to be so it's not the the coolest thing in the world, but it's a Ford Expedition, it and it's perfect. The purpose it I can That's pull right. anything and everything, and in in the boat business, I'm pulling boats. Towed yep. one down for somebody today, you there know, you and and yep. I just feel much happier yep. in that. I use that you. and use to use that with a car carrier to go get my Mercedes four right. weeks ago. There so. you go. There See, you go. if you food, if you knew you needed something that would tow something, I mean that Touareg out there. <laughs> there you go. That seven point two, depending on how it's firing or misfiring. Right. 7,800 pound towing capacity. There you go. There you go. And, I, and I bet nobody's ever asked you. I mean, nobody's insulted you by saying, hey, so what's that expedition's gas mileage? Because that's what that's worthy of smacking somebody. Because you don't ask somebody. You don't ask is. somebody about that. No. That's exactly right. Now, it, it does get two miles to the gallon better than my 99 did for whatever reason. Oh. Same engine, the 5.4. A little more power, but it gets better mileage. There you go. I get a whopping 14. Yeah, Actually, I think 14 in town's pretty good for that thing. That's amazing yeah. for that. Yep. Yeah, and again, I remember my dad getting nine in that Lincoln, that last Lincoln Town car he had. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. So that's right. So anyway, do you have any closing comments? No, other no. than thank you guys for having me on this. I, I tell you what, um, uh, there, there, I think and John and Eric and I would probably, I think they would agree with me. There's, there's the pleasure with doing these things, these podcasts, is the remnants of yesteryear the cars oh, sure. uh, the we've had we've had some guests that are in their 70s that you start talking about their high school car oh sure and all of a sudden their eyes get bright and they they perk up mm-hmm. and start talking about you know their their racing days and so it, it's always so much fun to engage in conversation about cars that you've grown up with what they've meant to you how much fun you've had with them and now that you know you've got this new uh, new old nineteen ninety one Mercedes, which uh, as mentioned is in immaculate condition, go out and enjoy it. And that's Absolutely, what, and that's what it's all about. So it, it you know it's it's it is um, something that I have missed greatly. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yep, having something just really kind of fun and cool to drive yep. because especially when you're a car guy. Mm-hmm. You know, the expedition's great, but it doesn't get anybody particularly right. excited. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and her Ford Escape is fine, but it's mm. certainly not exciting. Yeah. Um, but the Mercedes is. It is. Because it you is. won't see, I mean, I, I don't see many of those around. Not not so much. And especially in that condition. So I had, it was interesting when we picked it up and brought it home and, and I unloaded it um, and dropped the trailer back off. Um, and so we I drove it without a license plate down river road out to prospect to get it home. And I was at a, at a stoplight and there was a guy coming the other way in a Tesla ah. and he was craning his neck and looking at my car. Right. And I'm like, like, man, I don't, this is costs a pittance compared to what you're driving, right. but thank right. you. But thank you. You know, That's appreciate right. you paying attention. Oh, yeah. You know, That's so cool. Um, you know, it's funny. I, and I know we, I'll wrap this up, but sure. I think about growing up in the seventies and the stuff that was in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There was a guy down the street that had a Challenger. His brother had a vet. Mm-hmm. The next door neighbor had a vet. He had an MGTC in the garage. There was a guy around the corner that had a seventy-one four four two blue with white convertible top. Okay, right, right. Yep. This is stuff that I saw every single day. Sure, going up and down the street. 
and you know in my neighborhood mm-hmm. in Barber Mead, you know, right. like twenty two, and my brother's out, you know, racing his sixty seven GTA oh, right. and and <laughs> yeah. all the stuff that was going on, and it was just magic. Mm-hmm. Yep, the yep. heyday, if right. you will, sure. And it was the it was the end of it because that was the beginning of the Malaise era. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, bumpers got big and fat, and all of a sudden. 350 horsepower cars went down to 165 and 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 all you know and all of a sudden you couldn't afford it it didn't matter dad used to argue about the insurance it's like you know yeah he's driving a whatever he's driving but you're acting like it's got a freaking 454 in it it's got a 305 in it (laughs) right really and there's a difference (laughs) he's like right he's like my wife's chevelle wagon will outrun this car and this is what you're charging my uncle was our insurance agent so they'd have all kinds it was fun (laughs) there you go fun to listen to the complaints back and forth nice um so you know it was it was a neat time i think being 10 years older like my brother same thing he grew up in such cool cool stuff right that's right um and he he doesn't get attached like I do. He's good with turning them in and getting sure. something really cool the next year. He was telling me when I bought this Mercedes the other day, he said, um, I see this as the beginning of a lot of buying and selling and upgrading. I said, Marty, have you ever seen me sell anything? <laughs> right. I get so attached. I get emotionally hey, yep. attached to stuff mm-hmm. sure. that it'll be right. it'll be tough for me to let this Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I, you know, I don't have a ton of money tied up in it. Yep. And one thing I didn't mention is that I, we had motorcycles, so I did have a '73 Honda CB350, which is a cool little road bike, and but it's really little. Keyword is little, and I was just not comfortable riding it around very much. I'd ride it through Hunting Creek and do that, and maybe get out on River Road. I wouldn't get on that thing for on Highway 42 for anything oh, in the world. Yeah, and is that a little bigger than a Rebel? It's not very big at all. I mean, I could literally. I it, the reason I liked it is I could still park the expedition in the garage and have it up in front of it. Oh, okay, and I could move it around, but I had to move it every time I use cut the grass and stuff. Mm-hmm. But so now the expedition went out of the garage. It's in the driveway, and the Mercedes <laughs> in its place. But so I still had a little bit of something going on, and it was really cool, you know. But it wasn't the same. I can't. I could go out and ride it a little bit myself for a little bit of time, you know. But you got to put it away, and in you know, and it's. There's no protection around you, right. and it, it just kind of made me nervous. Yep. So um, I've got something that my wife will write. We went out to dinner for our anniversary in it last week, and she's like, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, that, so If she if she gives you a thumbs up, that's always uh, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, she knew who she was marrying. Yeah, there you, know, you go. She's, <laughs> my sister was telling me, he's just like Dad. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I know. I knew who I, knew who I was marrying. I mean, I, she remembered all the toys. Yeah. She had to ride in that Thunderbird, you yeah. know, which yeah. she hated. Uh, um, but you know, it just, she's like, this thing's horrible. Right. I said, I know, but it's an investment. It's going away. There you, know. you go. There you <laughs> anyway, go. Good stuff. That's awesome. Good stories. Good stories. Uh, most definitely. And, and, and Marty Arnett, we know you're listening. <laughs> uh, you're going to be coming on our show, so just be prepared. So Brian, we so enjoyed speaking with you and thank learning you. all about your, uh, past cars and the fun memories. So thank you for sharing that with us. It's always fun. And uh, for our listeners of the podcast, like us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe so you're notified of new shows. And please leave us a review. Again, check out our new website, theclassiccarcorner.com. And also the book, uh, Drop Throttle Oversteer, Collecting and Investing Classic Cars. Brian, you were kind enough to buy it. And uh, thank you for your support. Thank you um, for uh, autographing oh, it. Oh, yeah, me. absolutely. It's going to be worth big money. Uh, nah, hey, that's what we hope, right? We'll see. <laughs> 
Uh, thanks for listening. And until next time, happy motoring from your friends at the Classic Car Corner Podcast.